0: From Warren and NYC, it's EFIT, a show based on our live storytelling series where female leaders and entrepreneurs share raw and personal stories of challenges they've overcome in their careers and what they learned in the hustle to achieve success. EFIT is brought to you by Warren. We're a mission-based creative agency that empowers women to lead. We produce creative work like marketing campaigns, product branding and packaging, and build online experiences for companies like Marriott campaigns like Let's Move, led by Michelle Obama, and Shark Tank alumni companies, like Piper Y and Surprise Ride. Our work is powered by women, and we believe that more women leading companies creates a stronger economy and a more equal world for everyone.
1: So I was just getting really nervous, I started like frantically going through them faster, and he was like, yeah, stop, stop. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then he was like, yeah, you're hired, yeah, what's next, what are we doing next? And I was like, oh, (laughs) all right. (laughs)
0: Hi everyone, welcome to FIT Radio. I'm Nicole Corbett, CEO of WARN. I'm Carolyn Rush, Director of Strategy. And I'm Leela Feldmeyer, Creative Strategist.
1: We're about to hear from Tracy Egan-Morsey about how she convinced the founders of Vice to hire her to start the feminist channel of Vice, Broadly.
0: To tell you a little bit more about Tracy, she's now the Editor-in-Chief of Broadly, which is a website and channel devoted to representing the multiplicity of women's experiences. Before broadly, she co-founded Jezebel at Gawker Media and worked at Bust Magazine.
1: My name is Tracy. I, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I've only ever worked in feminist media in my entire career, which I think is probably really rare, um, especially because I'm a little old, and so <laughs> it's been a while. But I worked at a magazine called Bust um, when I first got out of, when I was in college, and then when I first got out of college. And then I went on to co-found a site called Jezebel for Gawker Media. And so, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> um, and so it was while I was at Jezebel that I um, became a mom and I had a lot on my plate. And I realized that... Um, I was really good at getting my work done in a specific amount of time. And then I realized that I'm actually really good at being a boss. I like run my whole household and my family and I run my husband. <laughs> and <laughs> so uh, I, I, I felt like I was ready to like step into a leadership position at work. And the only problem was that there were no leadership positions at Gawker Media for women. Um, not if you were in editorial. Um, the, the main, I would say, like, to get really real, um, uh, I was told by a male editor um, at Gawker Media that women make good managers but not good bosses. And so, um, and I think it's true that women do make good managers because women are capable and talented, which is required of a manager. And so I just, like, I mean, I'd only really worked with women for my entire career, like I said. So I knew women made good bosses, and I always really, like, liked women better, which is why I've always kind of, like, surrounded myself by women and only worked in uh, feminist publishing. And so I, I I just didn't believe him. And, you know, I really wanted to prove him wrong. But I wanted to try to do that at Gawker and that proved to be completely impossible. There's really only one spot at Gawker to be a woman in charge of editorial and that's the you over the EIC of Jezebel, which then becomes a thing that the EIC of Jezebel like obviously feels like or must know that like you know she has a job that all the other women at the company would want. Um, there's really only one place at the table for women at that company. Um, and that became very clear to me. And it was it wasn't even a glass ceiling. It was just a fucking ceiling. The problem was it was it was the glass cliff for the women in charge of Jezebel, for the EICs at Jezebel, because they were kind of set up for failure of failing the women that work for them. And it was a systemic issue at the entire company. And I mean, it's not a secret. People have written about Gawker's problem with women. Um, and it's something that I've intimately experienced. And so, um, you know, there was a point in time about uh, two years ago, almost, that they were switching EICs. Uh, the girl who was the EIC at the moment at Jezebel was, she had just gotten married, she moved to Chicago, so they needed to find someone else. Um, Two women, myself and another woman named Dodai Stewart, um, had been at at Jezebel since the site was founded. And we were completely passed over. We weren't even considered for the position. Instead, the position was given to a 24-year-old girl who had come up under the tutelage of the guy who told me that women make good managers, not good bosses. And I firmly believed that she was put, I mean, she's a really nice girl. I don't even want, i not like I'm talking shit on her, but like, she's very, she's sweet. But like, I mean, she was put in that position because I'm sure she's not going to fucking fight with those guys who try to tell her that like, you know, oh, you guys just shit on fashion and beauty brands. That's why we can't sell you. That's why you can't make money. That's why we don't address your concerns. Um, And, you know, I, I mean, basically I was right. Um, (laughs) um, so at that point I was just like well fuck this place so I just (laughs) I gave a I just cold emailed Sarush Alvi, who is one of the founders of Vice Um, it's very easy to find out someone's email at Vice because it's just their name at vice.com so (laughs) I just cold emailed him and I was like hey my name is Tracy I have some ideas if you want to talk And they brought me in for a meeting. I met with um, Saroosh and Shane Smith, who's the CEO of Vice. Um, But before that, I spoke with my old boss at Bust um, because she told me that she had had a meeting at Vice. A couple years ago, they were maybe considering buying Bust or something. And she said she showed up at the meeting and... They just kind of, like, showed up. Like, Bust is a print... I don't know if you guys know Bust. It's a print magazine. It's very needed. I loved working there. But it's just been kind of treading water. And somehow they've been staying afloat in this, I mean, climate of, like, new media. Like, all print magazines are shuttering, and Bust is still going. Um, but they've never... They Interestingly, they started the same year as Vice did. And watching the kind of the trajectory of both companies has been really interesting. Um, and so... Like, obviously I wanted to hear what she had to say about her meeting at Vice. And she was like, yeah, we just kind of showed up and we thought we were gonna like shake hands. And uh, we didn't have any, it was obvious that they were expecting a presentation and we just like blew it. And so I was like, oh fuck. And so like, that put the fear of God into me. And so, you know, I went out and I got a a designer and I had her make me a deck. First of all, I'd never heard of what a deck was before, (laughs) but I've been making a lot of them since then. Um, so she made a deck for me, and she helped me put all of my ideas and thoughts and my argument of like, you know, why Vice needs a women's site in their under their umbrella. Um, you know, I, I you know, I did, I've read Lean In. And so <laughs> taking Sheryl Sandberg's advice, I wanted to identify a problem that I saw and then present a solution. So I identified this problem of like, there was this like perception of vice as being very like dude centric and almost misogynistic. And that's the way they've been written about, even though, you know, they've, they've outgrown that years and years ago. And so, I, you know, I, I, that was my presentation. I went out and I, I rented iPads and I found an app that you can, like, put your presentation on and you can, like, control it from your own iPad so that they can't even, like, go through the slides themselves. And, you know, I showed up at this meeting and I handed out my iPads and, um, you know, I was going through the slides and Shane was like, yeah, yeah, what's next? Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, next. And I was like, oh, shit, like, he hates this. So I was just getting really nervous. So I started, like, frantically going through them faster. And he was like, yeah, stop, stop. And I was like, oh, and then he's like, yeah, you're hired. Yeah, what's next? What are we doing next? And I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> great. Um, so yeah, that was, that, was, I, that was it. I got hired and it was awesome. It's been awesome. <laughs> but I just wanted to say that since starting Broadly, we were in development for about 11 months and then we launched in August. And <laughs> it's, um, it's been challenging. You know, I've fired a, a bunch of people, which I've never done before. Um, and it's terrible every time and no matter how much I can't stand them and no matter er, no matter how like how shitty of a job they've done, um, it just always feels bad. But so there are a lot of like struggles that come with being a boss. But I can say now through experience that I know that women make good bosses. I know that I'm a good boss. Like I know that I'm a fucking good boss. And the best thing about the whole thing is that I was right. So <laughs>
0: that's it. That's our show. Thanks everybody for listening to F it radio. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and leave us a review. That is how podcasts work and that's how things get off the ground. So if you really loved it, go to iTunes and, um, and subscribe. If you have any topics that you'd like to learn about or that you'd like us to cover that you'd want to hear from someone about drop us a line at F at If you live in DC or New York city, or have a friend that you'd think would benefit from attending FIT, you can come see these stories
1: in person, meet the storytellers, and meet incredible women just like you to support you and your hustle. FIT is completely free, and you can sign up on our website at w o r n . n y c forward slash radio. That's W-O-R-N forward slash F-I-T radio. Our show is produced by Carolyn Rush, Nicole Corbett, and Leela Feldmeyer, with sound recording and mixing by Nicholas Quasi Herd. Effort may cause side effects such as quitting your job, asking for a raise, following your dreams, supporting other women, raising money, uncontrollable honesty, and extreme confidence.